0: So the big question is this how do value obsessed leaders ascend their business and life to world class levels of effectiveness even if they're inside a bureaucracy or starting from scratch with absolutely no capital that is the question and this podcast is going to bring you the answer my name is doug utberg and this is the terminal value podcast Hey, Doug here. So what we're going to be talking about in this episode is actually going to be about self-awareness. Uh, and I <laughs> the I was originally, when they started the episode, I was like, okay, well, we'll see where it goes. And it actually ended up having uh, some really, really, really great nuggets of wisdom that came out. Uh, so you should really give this one a, a listen. It is definitely worth it. And uh, let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Terminal Value Podcast. We have Josh and Holly uh, from, oddly enough, joshandholly.com. And what we're going to be talking about is um, mental awareness- for crisis avoidance. And so because their business is actually in uh, in crisis intervention, but there's actually a really close corollary when you're talking about the business context, which is that if you have really good self-awareness, that can help you to prevent from letting your life get to the point where it goes into a crisis mode. Uh, so Josh Holly, please introduce yourselves and uh, don't let me go on too long.
1: Josh, you start.
2: Sounds good. Um, yeah, glad to be here. Uh, I've been in the entrepreneurial field. I, I started my first business at 22. I've um, definitely been through the ringer with different uh, different opportunities and, and ideas that have come to my mind that I've tried to work out. I'm in the middle of a merger and an acquisition right now, just trying to like bring bring all that I know to, to this world and, and through the life experiences I've had. And Holly yeah. and I have just written this book to kind of help Uh, families and business people, because uh, we've been involved with them for such a long time. We felt like this book was something that was really needed to uh, um, to be written. So we wrote Bang bang Head here for for families and for business people and entrepreneurs as well.
0: Excellent. Excellent.
1: And Josh is is being uh, a little bit humble. He also started a a program where he was taking teen boys into countries internationally and mentoring them and helping them develop a level of self awareness, as they were also at risk teenagers struggling at home. So he has this really strong arm of working with teen boys and or young adults who are struggling to launch into life right now as well.
0: I go, well, uh, I was going to say the uh, when when I was a younger, uh, I was in the Marine Corps. Uh, I, I, I observed a fair amount of that happens uh, happens in the military because there, there are a great many uh, a great many young uh, young people who joined the military who are otherwise struggling with life.
2: There is definitely not... a few that I would love to have shipped off to the military for yeah, sure, yeah, just I'm... to be able to get the <laughs> to get that experience and that kind of awareness for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, my... so. So I was gonna say, let's tee up the topic of mental I'm awareness. I might be
2: having technical difficulties. I don't know why you guys are frozen.
0: Uh oh. All right. Well, um, as long as the audio is coming through, then I think we can probably we, we can probably make it happen. Um, so anyway, let's um, let's just go and tee up the co- the, the the topic of mental awareness. Um, so uh, so Josh Holly, uh, tell me a little bit of just about some of the things that you've seen in that uh, kind of in that sphere, and what are some of the things that people really kind of need to make sure that they're uh, that they're keeping in mind?
1: Josh, go ahead and start. Sorry, I don't know what happened. Sorry about that. No um, worries. You hear the question, Josh? No, I didn't. Would you mind re- uh, repeating the question?
0: Oh no, uh, no problem at all. So so yeah. So just uh, yeah, just for everybody uh, who's listening and not seeing the video, is we, we had a, we had some AV issues. Just all part of the uh, all part of the digital world. So uh, so Josh, I was going to ask, um, can I unpack the idea of mental awareness a little bit and just why it's so important and what are some of the second and third order effects of you know either having solid mental awareness or things you need to really watch out for, or the pitfalls that come if you don't invest in it?
2: You know, it's, it's, it's a great question because I think that some of us just, just, we're on cruise control, right? Or we're just on autopilot throughout our days. We're having things flare up at work or at home or, yeah. you know, resolving this crisis, that crisis, and we deal with them and they continue to come. And we never really just take that breath and say, maybe why is this happening? Is it something that has to do with me? So we have these definite default patterns and default settings, default settings, I should say, that just kind of have been ingrained in us and they create these patterns. Right. And so self-awareness for me has always just been just that top of mind, like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I realize this about myself. And the more that I can keep it top of mind, the quicker I will catch it. And the quicker I catch it, the better I'll get better. I'll get at it and then i can improve and improve and improve right kaizen the idea of constant yeah. improvement is a big is a big thing for me and and I, it just speaks to self awareness of, of just knowing as much as you can about yourself and keeping it top of mind mm-hmm. so then that you can just catch it quicker and quicker and quicker and then improve and improve and improve
0: yeah now, one of the things that I want to say, I'm going to have to keep you honest a little bit here. Um, you, you might be, I was going to say, you, you might be a, uh, a far more skilled person than I am, but I have found that improve doesn't go in a straight linear line. I find it, go, it generally it goes improve, improve, step back, improve a little, improve a little, big step back, improve a little, improve a little, little step back, big step forward.
2: Absolutely, and I think that that I think that that's you know as long as it's kind of crescendoing is what I always say. As long <laughs> as you're
0: having that little inch
2: up upwards, yeah. I think that that's that's an important thing to do. And I think you know Holly might have some ideas around here, but whatever practices that we can incorporate whether that's in the evening or in the in the morning time to whether it's journaling a little bit of meditation having good conversations for feedback with people to bring those things into our self-awareness then maybe it's not like five steps back maybe it's just like a step and a half back and then you know we 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 just catch ourselves quicker right we just have that mental that mentality of just keeping it top of mind and that we have this self-awareness so it's not guiding us and, and, and not right. you know, kind of ruining it, ruling our, our lives a bit. Yeah, absolutely.
1: What yeah. i found in the work environment is that oftentimes people are triggered by other coworkers. Mm-hmm. When we talk about self-awareness, we're asking you to take a breath in that moment when you're triggered by a coworker and say, what is going on here for me? And how am I seeing this? Am I accurately seeing the conflict or am I being triggered by something in my past, right? am i coming up with assumptions about this person Mm -hmm. or this situation that's accurate or if i step away for a little bit and think about it am i going to be as upset or angry you know um if we assume the best intent in people in general right then we perceive things differently and a lot of how we are programmed from a young age and the mirror that we see people is reflected in our work environment. So in our book, Bang Head Here, we talk specifically about that. How, How? what lens did you create about how people interact? How do you yeah. use that when you're parenting? And then how are you also using that in your work? And you know, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. I think that's uh, that's yeah, re- re- really insightful. Although one of the things I was just kind of thinking, you know, because you know, of course, you know, I mean, I am a late Gen Xer and you know, the baby boomers and Gen Xers, you know, we, you know, at least my experience was, you know, of course, right, you go to college, get a good job, you know, you progress in your career. And the objective is to make a whole lot of money so that at some point you can retire and do nothing. That in a nutshell is what the goal, you know, that in a nutshell is the, you know, is the goal of life and none of us question it. Yeah. Well, until now, but, and so, you know, but anyway, what I was thinking about uh, as, as you were talking was, I was like, okay, well, how would a really, you know, if I have like a truly authentic conversation, how would that go? I'd say, you know, I would say, okay, well, you know, I, I here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sort of pretend that I'm going along with what you're saying, but the truth of the matter is I'm just trying to posture so that I can get a promotion. And I, you know, I'm, what I'm really going to do is I'm going to kind of work around you a little bit, but I'm not going to actually tell you that because I, I, I have to try to keep everyone on board
1: well, well there is a good amount of negotiating space and communication with people in general is what you're saying right uh, well,
0: well no what, what i was doing is I, I was just being i was just being a little tongue-in-cheek but, yeah. Yeah, it, it basically talking about how uh how it's like, you know, at least what i experienced was that you know in, in a lot of cases right you know, in in order to get ahead there's a certain amount of posturing you have to do which if you were really authentic about it would cause more conflict not less
1: then there is a skill set in the way that you have to present yourself right and yeah. everybody has a different intention of what they're trying to to do in the work environment yeah um but developing the language to be mm-hmm. able to communicate yeah is is specific or when you get an email from somebody yeah you've gotten it before where you where you read it and you go who is this guy yeah. like, what is he saying what a jerk you know the way he's like he, he or she has stated it and that may not be completely accurate, you yeah. know, for what they're trying to communicate. And, and, and that's the type of stuff that you're trying to negotiate in a work environment that's hard, mm-hmm. that has a lot to do with the way that you've been programmed to think about things.
0: Yeah, well, well, and you know because like I know one of the things, now granted, I, I should say that you, know, I, I do tend to be a, I, over, over my life, I've tended to be a little slow on the uptake with a certain number of uh, interpersonal things. But one of the things that I, I remember I, I, I noticed eventually was that you know, I, I would get messages from people that I just thought were were, were horribly rude. And so but then you know, but they would like they'd like keep sending them or they'd be like complaining about how I don't get something. but they keep sending messages. I'm like, okay, the fact that they're continuing to interact, means they're still engaged and sometimes for some people complaining is how they engage and Mm -hmm. so there's a tendency to want to just react to the complaining and it's like well you know but if that's the way they engage and they're still engaged uh, then in a lot of cases you if you can just learn to look past that you can actually still have a really successful interaction but that requires a lot of self-awareness yeah and
1: also not owning their stuff Mm-hmm. You know, Don't personalize
2: Don't yeah. yeah. the way that
1: they are yeah. engaging is is a pattern that was mm-hmm. that maybe that was set by their parents that complain a lot yeah. right yes and a lot of times we own it like we created this and this is why they're complaining instead of going like mm, this is the their racket okay yeah, i'm gonna stay <laughs> in my lane and deal with it and then move on right <laughs> yeah they,
2: those situations are pretty cool in terms of like there's things that's going to trigger in you for you to kind of bring into yourself in there like mm-hmm. what is this for me like holly was saying why am i personalizing it? what is i bringing up and then you also just see like an opportunity for growth for somebody yep. else and kind of make that plan and 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 try to try to help somebody out but maybe it doesn't work maybe it doesn't but it at least helps them be more self-aware yeah. as well
0: right um, exactly exactly well and so well, let's just kind of keep going down the rabbit hole a little further um in your observation, what are some of the ways that you can really effectively build self-awareness? Because I think it's it's one of those things that's really hard that it doesn't come naturally to most people, or at least it didn't doesn't come naturally to me. Um, you know, I know that you know developing self-awareness I think is something that ha- that you have to really do consciously. Um, and so,
1: you know, based
0: on your experience, what are some of the ways that are most effective in doing that?
1: Josh, go ahead and start.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I mentioned previously, there's kind of the more like the, the meditation, the journaling, having conversations with friends, but I'll tell you that one of the biggest things that have helped me is to learn how to label emotions and Uh where I'm feeling those emotions. Mm -hmm. It might seem a little bit coachy or therapeutic, but it's very, very, very important to be able to understand and be able to label correctly, what you're feeling, which then gives you that pause And that pause then allows you to like, let more insight to come in, figure out what triggered you, Mm -hmm. because most of the time we're not labeling, we're labeling things so generally. And then we're going with that emotion or with that thought or that feeling that we don't give time. Right. And so what we're saying with this, this, this self-awareness is like, Hey, like if you can correctly label what's going on and give yourself that breath and that space to disengage from that thought or that emotion, then you're going to be able to really locate what is actually going on. And then that becomes knowledge and that knowledge becomes self-awareness right so that's one quick thing that i like to always say is i really teach a lot of my clients how to correctly label their emotions and they're saying they're pissed off okay well that's pretty general let's get specific yeah. and let's figure out what we can get from there
0: yeah no, so. i think that's excellent well and like for example here let me see if i can find yeah so i was at the uh, as i call it the dollar 25 store because the yeah. dollar tree its prices to dollar 25 but here i found a, you probably can't see this really well, but it's called a gratitude journal. And uh, you know, I've uh, you know, I've, I've been very sporadic about uh, documenting uh, uh, documenting gratitude. And I'm like, okay, well, if I spend $1.25 on a journal, maybe I can force myself to, <laughs> to start writing uh, writing down gratitude points every day. And uh, it, incidentally, you know, I was starting to thumb through it earlier today, and I, I was like, okay, this is a practice I really need to get back into because I think something like whether it's a regular journal or a gratitude journal it gets you to disconnect from what you're doing in the day uh, to really kind of take a step back. And I think, you know, at least just in my observation, I think that's probably one of the most important things to do for self awareness, particularly if you're talking a gratitude journal, because then not only do you get that self awareness, but it also systemically helps point you in a more positive direction. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, just cause my observation is that kind of, the human psyche left to its own devices will find the most negative part of any situation and then figure out a part that's even more negative than that. Right. Well, yeah.
1: if, the, if the belief in the mind is negative, that's the yeah. thing. I mean, when we capture belief, it's stored yeah. in, in the, the creative subconscious. So then it's always looking for things to validate that belief, whether it's true or not. So if you grow up with parents that beat it into you that you have to be a perfectionist in order to mm-hmm. be successful, then you are anxious and always looking for those points to be successful or perfect. Right. Yeah. Or if you have a belief of that you're no good at something, um, whether it's true or not, you will always find people that are going to validate right. that truth. Right. So we have to take kind of a little assessment of, of our beliefs mm-hmm. and how we're seeing that show up in our lives. Um, I also think that when we're triggered in a work environment, it's good to step back and go, hmm, what would the question, first question is, what is that about for me? Yeah. Uh, why did that trigger me so much? What, what has happened in my past that has made me feel this way before? And is this really about that person or is it about me? Is there something I need to heal in myself? And if so, deal with it otherwise, or is this something that I need to go to battle with? I always like to say the thing, is this something I'm willing to die for on the battlefield today? Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and well, and, we
1: process that.
0: Oh, oh and uh, there's, there's something you said that I, I want to make sure that that, that that I don't, that we unpack a little bit because I, I think it's, I mean, it, I think it's actually really important. Well, not actually really important, like other things aren't important, but I think it's really important. And that is that uh, that what, what people will subconsciously do is, you know, you'll have a certain kind of a certain worldview or a certain perspective inside your mind. And you your subconscious will look for things that confirm that. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, and just so that's important to understand for two reasons. A, because the you know, because just because of that effect, it means that you will not immediately retain the information that does not confirm what you already think. Right. And so human beings are not designed to be objective. We are designed to seek out information that confirms what we already believe. That's the, that that's the downside. The upside is that if you change what you believe, what you subconsciously believe to things that are constructive, then you can actually have that phenomenon work in your favor.
1: Yeah. And you can also ask the question, how else can I look at this? Yeah. You know, when someone's dealing with conflict with like a boss or whatnot, and they assume what's the reality, the question can then say, what's another reality Yeah. that could be playing out. And, and it's amazing to see how you feel differently if you play it. You know, in their favor, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe your boss, like if, if they're like on your, on you about numbers or whatever, and mm-hmm. you feel like they're being critical and that's bringing up stuff for you, maybe it's not about you. You say, maybe they got someone on their back. Maybe yeah. all they're thinking about right. today is them. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, they, and you're just in their way, you know? Exactly. And when, when you look at it that way and you don't take it personally, you're like, oh, okay, I just need to help serve them, relieve their stress. <laughs> I think so. We can all move on. <laughs>
2: so. and, and kind of going with the topic of what we're talking about, Holly brought up the, the point of, of just the importance of validation, even in self-awareness. Like uh-huh. even in most situations, like I don't think most people realize that they're seeking validation in some way. And so to be able to See in that boss, like Holly was just saying, that comes to you for numbers. Like, how can I validate this person? How can I kind of bring that as a way to bring the conflict down? But mm-hmm. also, you got to do the self-validating yourself and saying this is not about me. So there's so much in self-awareness that is wrapped up in understanding, in in a in a way where's the, where's the validation needed yeah. at this point in time, and it's it's a. people don't like to think of it that way like i'm always seeking validation or i'm like some type of yeah i'm just always seeking this stuff but we as humans it's it's what we're doing most of the time in some way or another
0: well and okay so and i think a that's very correct so but the question now becomes okay b how do we make sure that we kind of harness that for constructive purposes because Mm -hmm. uh i think the you know just yeah I, i think the 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 notion of seeking validation it can if if it's i think if it's not managed carefully it can it can you it can tilt people toward a uh, very destructive tendencies
1: yeah definitely i mean we like to say that that gets the ego in the way mm-hmm. right and if you can positively affirm yourself without the need of exterior validation then you're able to to maneuver in a work environment and not take it personally and not be needing to feel good about yourself through somebody else because if you give that power to somebody else you're just going to come up empty yeah right i work with a
2: lot of clients that have some pretty heavy personality disorders especially Uh and um, validation is a huge key like if i if they're ever emotionally dysregulated with any situation at work when somebody comes to you and they put something on you and we kind of get emotionally dysregulated it is amazing to me what a little small piece of validation will do to bring somebody into a, a better perspective, take a uh-huh. situation. And so to, that's a, it's a skill that, that we all should learn is to be able to, to learn how to validate first in communication and then find something and find yeah. that common ground and then bring it down, bring them regulation, you know, the emotional regulation to a, to a kind of level point. And that way you guys can communicate and figure out what's really going on. And that's where all the, that's where your self-awareness can then actually work instead of it just being emotionally dysregulated.
1: And how we do that with validation is a, is a simple statement of, you know, if you're in a disagreement, to be able to say, I understand where you're coming from, I could see how this would be important and or this would be frustrating. And to sit for just a pause so that you, they feel
0: <clears throat> that you
1: get it, and then to be able to say, and this is where I'm coming from, and then ask the question, how do we meet in the middle. Yeah, so, You know, just because in the end, they just want to be heard. And <laughs> a lot of times, depending on people's lenses, some people have such an incredible need to be right. The being right is attached to worth. <laughs> and and, and if, we are, if we are squared away that we can be vulnerable and faulty, then it's easier to get through it. But if you're working with somebody that needs to be right all the time and they feel terrible, if they can't. Mm-hmm. then it's really scary for them to go into negotiation and not be right. And you see this a lot in a work environment. Yeah.
0: Well, and and I think that's uh, incidentally, I, so A, I think you're correct. But then B, I think that you also, you know, if, if you take that, uh, you know, if, if you kind of take that cognitive state and you put that into, say, you know, into an uncertain environment like, like for example, a global pandemic, you know, or say you're making an entrepreneurial transition or something like that. I think that could actually be really highly traumatizing, um, you know, because it's because I think you know, of course, for you, know, we all know a lot of people, and at, at various times in our various times in our life, we are those people, you know, who are you know, who kind of have that psychological need to be right as that external validation. Um, You know, or at least I know I have been, and, you know, depending on who you're talking to, sometimes still am, (laughs) try not to, but nobody's perfect. Um, And so, but I think that, um, you know, but I think that's actually a really important thing to self-examine because, you know, anytime that you go outside of a tightly controlled, stable environment, that mindset will result in tremendous anxiety anytime things are not going according to your expectations. Uh, which I actually think is a part of why people have, for lack of a better phrase, just gone crazy over the last two to three years.
1: It's really brought up an issue of what they can and cannot control.
0: Yeah.
2: I
1: mean, that's what it's unraveled and people's need to control, right? Mm-hmm. Or, um, yes,
0: exa- exactly. Or, or to feel like things are in, you know, well, actually, yes, their need to control. Cause you know, what they would say is they need to feel like things are in control by them, which is a need to control Right.
2: <laughs> and that's basically what being right is, is like that you're in control, right? And that yeah. you're validated. So it's,
1: it's been an like, interesting
2: two to three years. Go ahead, Holly, sorry.
1: There's just, there's just a lot of good work to do around the issues of uh-huh. control and mm-hmm. letting go and being vulnerable. And um, it's interesting when you see a banter online, right? Where people are protected behind their screens and they have a viewpoint. And if they're not validated in their viewpoint the way that they mm-hmm. think. They will go to all ends, be horrific people to prove that they are right. <laughs> Instead of like imagining the six that's on the ground and somebody standing on one side and someone standing on the other saying it's a nine, no, it's a six, it's a nine. <laughs> you know, they get stuck in the argument rather than going, "Oh, let's just walk around the circle and see how this could be right." But the, and our brains were created to be able to have uh, order. Yeah. It takes a lot of self-awareness and practice. What's so cool about this is that we can all do this if we practice the awareness Mm -hmm. level. And if we let the ego go and say, I don't need to be right to be enough. And at this point, it's more important for me to connect and see where you are, where I am and see where we're going to kind of mesh together to make this work, right? So that we can progress in whatever we're trying to create.
0: Uh Uh-huh, that completely makes sense completely makes sense Uh, well let's see so we're getting a little close to time for the episode but uh, it's been a great conversation uh can you just give us kind of like you know one or two key points for everybody to kind of take home and think about for the uh you know till the next episode and then uh, let everybody know where they can uh, find you where they can find you online your website and or uh, where they can connect on social
1: Josh, you want to start? We always go Josh first and then I wrap up.
2: But <laughs> okay. no, yeah. Holly's Holly's really good at like pulling all the pieces together. So I, I just think that it's really important if we're really talking about self-awareness, how that, that deals with with business and with family, is that uh, the most important person in in any type of situation in business or in family is yourself, right? Like you mm-hmm. have to know what's coming to the table. And so whatever you can do, whatever the skills that we've talked about in terms of journaling or labeling emotions or just finding out what your brain, brain's homeostasis is for control and, and, and validation is, is just going to help you bring a better version of yourself to, um, to any situation in which you find yourself. And yeah. so just give yourself that pause and give yourself that moment to, to find out a little bit more about yourself and then keep that top of mind.
1: And also pay attention to the way that you resolve conflict. Mm-hmm. So when conflict happens, what happens in your body? How do you feel it? What's your gut instinct to do? Is that healthy? Ask yourself. If you don't know if it's healthy, if all you've seen is one way, start taking stock on what other people are doing. Start asking mm-hmm. questions. Hey, you know, when you guys resolve conflict, what does it look like? If you're able to feel safe to have, we'll have those people in your life to have those types of conversations. Yeah. Start studying about it. <laughs> know, yeah. Start reading our book, Bang Head Here. We'll talk specifically about the roles that we fall into.
2: On Amazon. Uh,
1: yeah. On it, yeah, which is on Amazon. <laughs> Bang in here, part one, you and the equation, because it's specifically focusing on you. Hey, like, what have I adopted in my life? Uh, what, what kind of things that I learned from my parents? What am I not aware of? How are people showing up in my life because of the way that I'm, mm-hmm. you know, acting? Yeah. Um, and then... What do I do about it next is the question, you know, that everybody has to ask, how do I change these behaviors and start creating that pause, like you said, because once you recognize that some things need to, to shift that are, are unhealthy, yeah. then you can do a, a different way of acting and behavior yeah. to start reprogramming the brain.
0: Got it. Got it. Well, hey, I re- really, really appreciate it. And, uh, and yeah, it's just thank you for the time today. It's a wonderful conversation.
1: It was yeah, great it was
0: fun. with Thanks. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Terminal Value Podcast. Please feel free to visit me online at www.terminalvalue.biz, where you can subscribe, find me on social, and then we can connect and just keep the conversation going. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. All rights reserved. No part of this broadcast may be produced in any form by any means without written permission from Business of light, LLC. All trademarks and brands referred to herein are the property of their respective owners.